0: Welcome to another bonus edition of the Car Doctor Radio podcast. This time we're going to be talking with Drew Walker. He is the Ford e-Transit brand manager. That's right, the transit van powered by all batteries. Give it a listen. Well, hello, everyone. My name is John Paul. I'm the president of the New England Motor Press Association and host of the Car Doctor Radio program. And the Ford Transit van might not be the sexiest of the Ford vehicles, but it's certainly one of the more useful ones. Uh, I know at AAA, the company that employs me, we have several of them that we use from everything from uh, building services and maintenance vehicles to battery delivery vehicles. But there is a new version of the Transit called the e-Transit. So an all-electric version. And with us is Drew Walker. He is the e-Transit brand manager for Ford. Hello, Drew, and welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hi,
1: John. Thanks for having me.
0: Sure. Um, So I saw you smiled a little bit when I said the transit might not be the sexiest of the Ford vehicles, Um, but certainly one of the more useful of the Ford vehicles, uh, a vehicle that you see used everything from construction trades to delivery to sort of everything in between, including I've seen people using them and modifying them and turning into uh, camping Camping and motorhomes, so all kinds of different use for them. But the idea of an e transit and an electric transit is pretty interesting. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, while it may be a, a, a vehicle segment that um, maybe some of your listeners aren't um, as interested in or are not less familiar with, but commercial vehicles are really important to Ford. Um, you know, we've been the, the leader in commercial vehicles in the United States for about four decades now, um, and so. Uh, It was really important for us as we push into um, electrification to to target the commercial segment um, with some of our first products. So we obviously came out with the the Mustang Mach-E last year, and now um, following closely behind is the E-Transit. It's going to be a great, great product for commercial businesses. Like you mentioned, um, there's uh, many, many use cases for it, um, and that's really driven by the fact that it's such a a versatile product. E-Transit comes in eight different configurations. So there's six different cargo van versions with different roof heights and body lengths, depending on the use case, if you got to park it in your garage or you need to stand and work inside. Um, um, and then like you mentioned, there's chassis cabin cutaway versions, which basically means you can put any kind of specialized equipment on the back or a box truck, whatever you need. So, so it's a highly flexible, highly versatile product. Um, and that makes it really well tailored to, to suit a, a broad different base of, of customer segments. Um, obviously, you know, delivery is a big one that a lot of people are familiar with these days with um, their packages being delivered or food being delivered. Um, but, you know, we serve all different locations with the transit and e-transit products um, from, you know, business of, of one one vehicle to to many thousands. So um, it, it's going to be a great, a great product for our customers.
0: Is this a vehicle you were also sort of testing in the hands of real users where you were lending them out to people to try them out and uh, potentially also make improvements on them as you found out how people are going to use them?
1: Yes, uh, we have been doing that. We've been running a a pilot program with E-Transit with some of our larger fleet customers. Um, we announced uh, a partnership or, or a pilot with Penske, um, as well as with uh, National Grid um, in New England, the utility there. Um, so both of those companies have a vehicle they've been testing for For some time now to learn the challenges, the opportunities with deploying them into their fleets, um, getting a head start on vehicle and uh, driver training, um, and just figuring out all the the small details that are important to to understand when deploying the vehicles into their fleets. So it's been a a good learning experience in both directions.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit of nuts and bolts about the vehicles. Um, Like you said, there's eight different kind of cab configurations, how you can set the vehicle up. But on average, sort of what is the performance numbers of the vehicle? What can people expect for range, for instance?
1: Yeah, yeah. So we have uh, one battery pack option right now for is a It's a 68 kilowatt hour battery. Um, on the low roof versions of the van, you can expect um, about 126 miles of range on the vehicle. Um, uh, it, it also comes with... Uh, a, rear wheel drive uh, motor that does 266 horsepower, 317 foot pounds of torque. So it's a pretty good amount of power. It's comparable, if, if not um, a bit more powerful than some of our other um, gas engine offerings on transit. Um, and and the range is something that we've tailored carefully for commercial customers and for commercial van users. Um, I think that you know, based on our experience with customers, we have a really large data set that we work with to understand what is the typical usage pattern um, of commercial vans on the road today um, from our, from our uh, transit product. So we analyzed about 30 million miles of actual real world driving to understand what the characteristics were in terms of daily mileage, um, daily fuel consumption to hone in on what's the right um, amount of, of range on the vehicle at the right um, price for the customer. And so that's how we narrowed in on this 68 kilowatt hour pack. Um, average daily driving is about 70 miles um, for a commercial van. And so when you think about having, you know, well over hundred miles um, on this vehicle, it really does um, serve as a good fit for many use cases, um, especially for those that are um, more urban in nature, stop, start, um, that also have uh, sufficient downtime overnight to charge, um, and so, you know, e-transit is a really good, uh, and electric technology is a really good fit for the commercial van segment.
0: And like you pointed out, this is really designed, you know, if the average commercial user is going 70 or 80 miles a day, you still have plenty of leftover range at the end of the day in case your, your day changed. If you're an electrician or a plumber and you had to go go a little bit out of your way to go grab some parts or something, or whether it was a, a delivery that, got a little bit sideways and you had to go get it so you have plenty of range for that um, but also the smaller battery pack I would guess also leads to a little bit quicker recharge time as well right
1: yeah it does um, you know having more batteries on board it it, uh, it, it takes longer to charge um, it's more weight in the vehicle so you leave more of the uh, payload capacity for for stuff in the vehicle this way um, and and also less cost um, for the consumer so it's really trying to find the right balance of, of the amount of energy that you need to to do the, the jobs and the use cases that you have, um, you know, at the, at the right price. Um, we, we're seeing you know really good um, business cases coming forward for for e-transit. You know, when you look at the operating cost savings for an electric vehicle and for e-transit compared to the gas version, you know, we expect about 40% less scheduled maintenance because there's no oil changes. There's no transmission flushes or spark plugs. You don't wear out the brakes as much due to the regenerative braking. Um, and also charging tends to be uh, you know, significantly cheaper than um, filling with gasoline. So, so for a lot of businesses, um, you know, electric um, is obviously important for sustainability reasons and for productivity reasons, but also it needs to pencil. Um, and so e-transit really um, is tailored to strike that perfect balance for commercial customers.
0: And, uh, you you know, you pointed out that there's less maintenance involved, which is good, which means there's less downtime with the vehicle. So that's that's a help right there. Uh, The idea that you're not stopping getting gas is, you know, certainly certainly a handy feature. But the the idea that also at the end of the day, you're going back, you're you're parking the vehicle somewhere, it's getting recharged. And a lot of people think about congestion and traffic and The good thing about an electric vehicle versus a gasoline vehicle, when you're stuck in traffic, you're not using any electricity. So you're just sort of sitting there and somebody might say, well, what happens if I'm stuck in traffic for a couple hours? Essentially nothing because you really haven't really impacted the range at that point by much at all just being stuck in traffic. So handy thing. I was talking to someone um, back a while ago that got their first electric truck for a moving company. And they kind of looked at the same kind of criteria. We generally only go, you know, in the city, you know, maybe we go 60 or 70 miles a day. We bring it back to our warehouse at night. We have solar voltaics at the warehouse. And basically, we're filling up for free. And I would assume kind of the same idea with maybe a small fleet of e-transits where providing you have that, uh, canopy where you can set up some solar voltaics and all of a sudden now your, your costs really start to drop down because you're charging off the sun.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a great thought. Um, you know, char- the charging strategy is a really important piece for any business that's trying to deploy electric vehicles in their fleet. Um, you know, as part of the um, integrated commercial business that we've recently created within Ford, and we call that Ford Pro. Um, We have a whole division dedicated to commercial businesses and their charging needs. We call Ford Pro Charging. And they have solutions that um, help solve that type of pain point. Um, So if you store your vehicles at a place of business, um, we basically have turnkey solutions to help design um, and and install uh, chargers at your place of business and also help with software to, to manage those vehicles, make sure they get the lowest possible Um, costs for charging, uh, make sure they're charged every day and meet other um, sort of uh, grid power grid challenges and and constraints in that area. So that's a really cool um, opportunity that we have within Ford Pro. But whether a vehicle is brought home at night and charged at home, we have ways to um, have a driver get reimbursed or a reimbursement report generated based on how much electricity they use at their house. So that way, if you've got a, a fleet driver bringing the vehicle home, they can charge at their home and not feel like they're uh, foot in the belt for the company. There's easy reimbursement reporting opportunities there, as well as public charging with consolidated billing across the entire fleet. So really, as you think about the different ways that a company might charge the vehicle, we have software and hardware solutions at every turn to help them with that.
0: That that makes it that makes it really interesting and kind of uh, something that could. Certainly, be very practical for the the person or company that's looking for these vehicles. How soon will the e Transit become available? Is there kind of a price point yet? Uh, what do we what can what can we tell people?
1: Yeah, um, so e Transit is shipping to customers um, as we speak. So um, we started production on it earlier this year, and they're officially um, shipping out to dealerships and to customers uh, right now. And so um, we have. Uh, over 300 different companies that have placed orders for, for each transit, um, ranging from, uh, small construction businesses all the way up to, you know, over a thousand units going to Walmart. And so, um, it, it's, it's actually, uh, it's happening right now. There'll, there'll be, uh, you know, some for sale through our, our dealerships as well. So for small businesses, um, across the country, they'll have access to, to e-transit. Um, and we're planning to build about ten thousand of them for our first model year here.
0: That's great, and uh, sort of a starting price on sort of a kind of basic model, I guess.
1: Yeah, the the uh, the cutaway model starts at forty three thousand two hundred ninety five dollars MSRP. Um, so that's obviously um, the incomplete vehicle, but in general, you know, they're uh, about you know nine to ten thousand dollar price premium over our. Um, gas vehicles, but um, you know we, it, we expect the vehicle to be eligible for the federal EV tax credit um, and other state um, and local incentives that may exist in different regions. So um, there's certainly a very competitive uh, price point. The cargo vans, they actually start at 47,185 um, MSRP. So um, definitely a, a, a really competitive price. I think that's gonna be very attractive to, to many of our customers.
0: Yeah, I think for people that were used to, uh, you know, buying a van and paying, you know, whether, whoever the manufacturer is, and especially with a vehicle that may have had a diesel engine in it and were paying extra for that extra premium for diesel, uh, this is going to slot right in between that pretty well, give them that electric vehicle efficiency and the idea that it, it's, you know, over time going to save them some money. And I'm sure that's part of it as well, that you have to look at that first year, maybe there's a there's a premium that you're paying, but over that four, five, six year time frame, when you factor in the maintenance costs and less fuel economy, uh, less gasoline costs as well, uh, all of a sudden now the, the the E-Transit probably really starts to make a lot of sense for people.
1: Yeah, the total cost of ownership benefits are, are very real here. Um, and depending on um, how the, the vehicle's used, depending on what maybe additional incentives are available um, from the federal government or state governments. It could be a, a, a no-brainer for, for many customers to adopt E-Transit. But, you know, obviously the, the, on paper is an important piece of it, but, you know, the, the productivity benefits are, other, are also really important, right? And so, you know, when you think about electric vehicles, um, you know, they're quiet operations. So if there are certain ordinances about operating after certain hours, um, things of that nature, you know, this it's not an issue for for the electric vehicle because it's so quiet. There's no emissions, so you can drive them indoors. Um, many businesses need to go into a warehouse to, to load up what what needs to be transported to the truck. Instead of running the vehicle and filling the warehouse with with fumes, now it's you, you don't have that issue again. Um, and e-transit um, has the available ProPower on board feature, which is uh, two uh, out you know power outlets in the back of the van that you can use to run power tools. So um, now you can you don't have to haul a, a generator um, in the in the truck with you. You save that space. It's quiet operation, um, and you're just able to tap into the electricity stored in the battery to run circular saws or air compressors, things like that. So there's there's also you know new productivity opportunities that people haven't even thought about before um, that are enabled by e transit and and the electric technology.
0: Pretty amazing stuff. Drew, I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your day. If people want to find out more information about uh, the Ford e-transit, is it just simple enough? Go to Ford.com or is there a separate e-transit portion?
1: Yeah, there's a. we have an e-transit page on Ford.com and also check out pro.ford.com for our uh, Ford Pro business to learn more about e-transit, the F-150 Lightning and all the. Um, electric vehicle technologies and solutions that we're able to offer to our commercial customers.
0: Drew Walker, E-Transit Brand Manager, thank you for joining us on the broadcast. Awesome. Thanks, John. Don't forget to join me every Saturday morning for a live Car Doctor radio broadcast. You can find us at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on North Shore 104.9.